Welcome to the Best of Be Live with Ross and Rachel. I'm Ross Brand. You may notice that Rachel Moore isn't here today. She's uh, under the weather, so uh, I'm going to be flying solo today. Uh, Rachel will be participating in the chat and uh, sharing her comments and thoughts as we discuss how to promote your live streams and, in particular, how to promote your Be Live shows, what you can do before during and after you go live to best uh, build an audience and, and get people uh, to show up for your shows, uh, both for your next show, but also to uh, consistently kind of become a part of your viewing community and uh, as you build your audience and uh, your presence on Facebook Live using be live. We'll talk about sharing across social media and some of the different things you can do, again, before, during, and after your shows. Um, one area that's kind of new, uh, or at least is new to a lot of people, it's certainly fairly new to me, is uh, messenger bots. Uh, and that is certainly a great way to get people to, uh, to join uh, live streams. In fact, uh, I just created Rossbot for some of my... <laughs> <laughs> live streams and uh, we also use a bot uh, for uh, people can sub subscribe to that in fact uh, by doing that uh, we will send you a notification um, about half an hour before the show starts just to let you know that we're going live of course Rachel and I go live every every uh, Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern here on the Best of Be Live on the Be Live TV Facebook page. Rachel says, you bet your bot, <laughs> you should use bots. Very nice. So RJ Redden from Black Belt Bots uh, is one of the really early adopters of the chat bots and has become an expert in that area. She helped me set up mine. So she's going to join us about halfway through the show to talk about that. Um, we'll, we'll follow kind of a normal format. We'll do the news at the top. And then um, I'll talk a little bit about some tips that I have for uh, promoting your live streams and also would love to take your questions and hear what you think are uh, some of the best ways to uh, promote your live streams uh, and your Facebook lives. And if anybody has uh, something that you feel that really works for you, um, feel free to enter it into the chat. Would love to know uh, what works for you, what helps you uh, get people to show up for your live streams. It's all about promotion to build an audience. That's our topic for today. That's kind of, uh, not kind of, that is where, where we're at today. And um, you know, we'll be looking at kind of not only what is the most effective means for promoting your show and what gives you the best results, um, but also what aspects of show pr promotion would you like to learn about? Is there an area you're struggling or an area you haven't considered going into that maybe you think, boy, if I learned a little bit about this or if I thought about, let me ask and see what, what does Ross think? What does everybody in the chat think? What does Rachel think uh, I could do with this? And perhaps we can kind of crowdsource uh, a solution together. Um, again, if you're just joining us, welcome to Best of Be Live. Please do share this out. Let people know that we are here today, or at least 
I'm here. Rachel is under the weather, unfortunately, can't be uh, live with us, but she is in the chat uh, where she says she's spreading less germs in the comment thread. And by the way, um, let's make Rachel feel good. If everybody can put into the chat, feel better, Rachel. Hope you feel better. Get well soon, Rachel. I would love that. Let's really let Rachel know how much we want her to feel better and be back to full health and back with us next week. Welcome, Brad Friedman. Welcome, Fernando. Uh, welcome, Lynn. Coach Jenny is here. Great to see everybody. Cheryl, welcome. Uh, Melissa, so good to see everybody. Please do share this out and let people know that we are talking today about how to promote your live stream shows and how to build an audience. And again, uh, I'm going to talk about some of the things you can do before, during, and after you go live. Would love to get your uh, feedback, what works for you, what areas you'd like to learn more about. Uh, as Rachel says, share, y'all. Tag a friend. She already did. Now it's your turn. Tag your it. You need to tag a friend. Uh, so we'll be talking about that, and then we'll be getting into, at the bottom of the hour, uh, RJ Redden joins us. She's from Black Belt Bots, an early adopter on using Messenger Bots. She helped me set up mine. And so she'll be joining us to talk about uh, how you can use Messenger Bots to uh, build your audience and to keep your current audience engaged and showing up. Uh, she has a great approach to it, um, and it's definitely worth hearing from RJ. Welcome, Gail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Brad Friedman. Look at all the feel better Rachels. Isn't that isn't that great? I bet Rachel is already feeling better. And Rachel says, let's make this the most commented show. Commented on show ever. <laughs> See, Rachel gets it. I as much as I want to send her good feelings and have everybody wish her to feel better, we also do want to get the comments rolling a little bit so uh we can boost this and get more people to show up as as always. So before we get into the, the meat of the matter or the heart of the matter of uh, promoting your shows, let's talk about some items in the news. And uh, here is the uh, famous uh, live stream news with the icon that Rachel put together. Love this. So uh, let's put that up. And here's what's interesting, okay? Here's the first thing that, that, that jumps out to me. Uh, today is uh, Facebook's introducing something called Lip Sync Live. It's basically a live streaming function that will begin allowing users to share videos with music. So uh, basically they're going after the young audience. They're going after trying to make live streaming cool for kids again, right? Uh, for teens and, and almost teens. And they're kind of capitalizing on the musically karaoke trend with uh, lip sync live. So this is interesting. Uh, they're rolling it out to select users now. They're testing it out. Basically, Facebook has made some deals with uh, different music labels and different uh, organizations within the music business. Um, so whereas before, if you had any music that was licensed in your video, you could be shut down if the Facebook algorithm caught you. Now Facebook will actually be encouraging you to do that, um, to sing along and lip sync and uh, whatever you might do. Um, and so you can include that music in your live videos. 
what I'm interested in seeing actually is will we able to use that music if Facebook has licensed it for those of us who aren't looking to do lip syncing will we be able to use that music as bumpers for uh, you know segments like between segments can we play can we play a song can we DJ can we uh, put music underneath uh, you know can we can we play a song let's say while we're we're waiting to go live. Like, you know, some people do the countdown. They go, you know, the last 10 minutes before they go live, they welcome people on and they, they just kind of do a countdown. Can you have music going then? Can you have music that's licensed in your intro? Can you use it in your outro? Um, can you use it between uh, segments? So I'm kind of interested to, to see um, what's going to happen with that. Um, interesting story. I, I just... Uh, I think it's exciting if, you know, for people like us, I think it's exciting if we get to use it. Yes, lip syncing can be fun, but I think using all the other different ways you can use it as part of a show on Be Live, uh, particularly if you're doing something uh, to build your personal brand and your business, having uh, music options can really add uh, a nice flavor to some of our live videos. So. Uh, curious to see how that goes. Clearly, it's a move for Facebook, which has become kind of uncool amongst uh, the teenage group to get back into <laughs> get back into their good graces or get them interested. And uh, Facebook likes to go after the competitors, so certainly trying to pull people over uh, from lively. And one other story, real quick, to share that I think is kind of funny. And that is, um, there was a report that live streaming is about as popular among toddlers as it is among teens. Not sure what that means or how they studied and measured that, but, and I don't know whether it's like, <laughs> I mean, are toddlers actually choosing to watch live streams or, you know, are their parents just dropping just dropping the phone in front of them for a little bit. And, oh, my God, my toddler loves live streaming, right? I mean, kids are little kids are always attracted to a screen with movement and activity. But, you know, that's what it says, that uh, kids are liking live streams. Uh, we, shall, we shall see. Live streaming. Uh, let me just take a look at this article to see what gems are in here real quick before we move on. It says, Live stream nearly as popular popular among nursery age children as teenagers. Okay, so a little older than toddlers. Live streaming is nearly among. This is what figures show. It says in the headlines. I like love seeing figures. Uh, research by Internet Matters, which educates parents about children's online behavior, found that nearly as many children aged four to five are live streaming their own content as those aged. 14 to 16. Now, I don't know whether that means that 14 to 16-year-olds aren't live streaming much, or we have extremely advanced four to five-year-olds. Um, perhaps they heard that live videos get 600% more engagement on Facebook, and they said, well, I got I to gotta get on that, right? Because I'm not getting the organic reach otherwise, right? <laughs> like Rachel says here, please tell me, Parents aren't giving their smartphones to toddlers. Exactly, exactly. Uh, RJ said that's why she's such a huge hit with the toddlers. That's right. Um, so 
let me just take a look at let's just take a look at a little bit more of this before we move because <laughs> it's just too funny. Among the youngest children, 13% are using live streaming apps to film and post content online, while among teenagers, the figure is 17%. Okay, so that answers that question. Overall, almost one in three children between age six and 10 post live content sometimes, the survey found. The research came from interviewing 2,000 parents, found that children were less likely to vlog or live stream as they reached their older teenage years, as they became more image conscious and busy with other activities. YouTube, YouTube was the most popular platform for children to use to broadcast content, followed by Facebook Live and Instagram Live. Uh, and they quote a psychologist saying, uh, live streaming is another example of how kids have moved their lives online and are increasingly using digital platforms as a way of crowdsourcing their identity. Instead of exploring a passion to become a singer or dancer by putting on a performance for the family, kids can log on to different platforms and feel as though they have become a ready, they have a ready-made audience. And uh, last month, research published by children's charity Bar Bar uh, Barnardo's showed that children are at risk of grooming on live streaming sites. Okay, that's the negative side. Uh, Bernardo's chief executive said, our research shows that children use live streaming apps that are not appropriate for their ages, so tech giants need to ensure they put robust age verification rules in place. So anyway, that is what's going on in live streaming news. It's lip syncing and uh, coming to Facebook Live. Uh, using licensed music, and it's the toddlers or the not really toddlers, but the four and five year olds who are who are live streaming. Jacqueline Price says, I, "I just don't like kids being on social media at all. For me, social media is is for adults." And, and Rachel says, "I'm not sure whether to laugh or cry at this news." Exactly. <laughs> no, I no stop. I can't believe this. And uh, Sandy says, Rachel, they're giving their smartphones to toddlers. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jenny, this is awesome. Says, Tamsin Horton's toddler fell in love with me because of live streaming. And, I mean, who wouldn't love this group that we have here, this community, if they see us live streaming? Who, who couldn't love them? Particularly the people on Live. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just joining us, welcome to Best of Be Live. I'm Ross Brand. My co-host, Rachel Moore, is under the weather, so she's uh, chiming in in the chat and keeping the chat buzzing, participating. And uh, please do, if you haven't had a chance, please wish Rachel uh, that you hope she feels better, get well soon. Uh, we definitely want Rachel back with us next week. Let's turn to our topic now. Uh, of the day, we're going to talk a little bit about what are your most effective means for promoting shows, um, what gives you the best results, and what aspects of show promotion would you like to learn about. So um, if you have a really effective way for promoting shows, for getting an audience to show up for your Be Live shows, your Facebook Live broadcasts, uh, please do throw it in the chat. We'd love to crowdsource some, some really good ideas for uh, promoting shows. Let's um, let me let me preface this by saying 
um, there's many ways to promote shows. There's more ways to do it than than time, right? So um, don't think that I do everything that I'm going to suggest here. Um, in an ideal world, I would have a huge team and they would do all of these things. But uh, I'm just one person, so I pick and choose, right? And I see what seems to be working and what's not based on how much time I have. And that's kind of how I choose to do that while always kind of keeping an eye out for what else uh, could be coming along that's an opportunity. For example, chatbots. And that's why um, RJ Redden of uh, Black Belt Bots will be joining us uh, in about 15 minutes to share her thoughts on how you can use uh, chatbots to uh, build your audience and keep your audience that you have engaged. Um, some of the basics, I think, before getting into how to promote before, after, and during, some of the basics, um, I would say, number one, become part of the community, right? Become part of the live streaming community. Really, it's communities, um, and, and, and it's different communities on different platforms, any platform that you may uh, go live on, that you're interested in, in going live on, become a part of that community. Um, promote other people, share their, share their shows to your timeline. And, uh, if you haven't had a chance to share our show, we would love that. Please do share. Sharing is caring. Please do share this out and let people know that we are live. Okay. Infomercial over. Um, so that's, so basically become part of the community, share other people. The third thing is having guests on your show. Um, adds new audiences when the guests do promote. Um, one of my favorite quotes of all time uh, since I got into live streaming um, comes from Andy Crestadina. Uh, and he said, uh, an ally in creation is an ally in promotion. That means when you have somebody help you create the content, they're more likely to promote it. So become part of the community, uh, watch other people's shows and share them out. And then they're more likely to share out your stuff and come to your shows. You become uh, part of the family of live streamers that people want to see. And uh, also having guests from time to time, whether you do an interview show, which you have guests all the time, or maybe you do a, a more of a solo show and occasionally you have someone on. But having guests on definitely helps up the engagement and uh depending on how much the guest promotes, and a lot of guests will promote, and some of them will have good-sized, enthusiastic audiences, you can start to pick up some, some new viewers and new followers from uh, your guest's audience through their promotion. So let's talk about some of the things that you would do uh, before your show starts. Um, number one is develop a show card. It's really amazing how similar... Uh, my ideas and Rachel's ideas are, I mean, really, uh, we, we could almost finish each other's sentences on this. Develop a show card or promotional graphic for your upcoming show. And you don't need to put every last detail in the text. You have the captions and post text for that. Um, but date, time, chat, link, channel, what have you. If you have a guest, you may want to feature them on the show card. Uh, but but definitely uh, get that link out there. Uh, share the link on social media across platforms wherever you have a following. 
Um, I think it's it's good as you're building your following to schedule your show ahead of time on Be Live. That way you get the link from Facebook where your show's going to be. You can share that out across social. Uh, and also, of course, tag your guest and anybody else who will be appearing on your show or as part of the show, co-host, whatever, yourself. Tag everybody in the post so that then they uh, go ahead and share it out and so that their followers get notified that they were in a post. Uh, as I was saying, share that post when you when you do, let's say you do the scheduled post on your page, share that to your personal profile. If you have other pages uh, where that content would be appropriate, share it to your other pages. Um, and if you're in groups where the admins allow you to um, to post shows and it would be, the, again, the topic's appropriate, um, I highly recommend if you can share those in groups, that is great. Um, Michael Dunner says he shares to his Facebook business page. Rachel says she likes to use Canva.com to create an easy template uh, that she can swap out. I use uh, I use Canva, but I use Relay that a ton. Um, if you guys know Craig Carpenter, he's developed a really unique app that makes it so easy for non-designers to kind of find, kind of put things in the right place. Right, his templates are sort of restrictive enough that you almost can't go wrong. Uh, and it's a share on the guest socials so others can follow where they prefer. Exactly. Um, and of course, uh, Rachel says, great minds think alike as they do. Uh, Anna says, be a good participant. Absolutely. Uh, anybody that participates in the chat, we so appreciate you. We so appreciate everybody who shares this out. Okay. So let's quickly move to during the show. Um, during the show, one of the things you do is you can remind people when your next show is coming up. If you already have a guest and a topic, you can choose to throw that out as well, but you can say, don't forget next week, uh, best to be live. Rachel will be back with me. Don't miss it. 8 p.m. Eastern uh, on the Be Live TV Facebook page. We're here every Tuesday. Uh, and Annie, the name of that alternative, um, the alternative app for using, uh, for creating graphics, that's Relay That. Relay That is uh an alternative for creating graphics. So mention your upcoming shows uh, during during your current show while you're live. Ask people to subscribe, like your page, follow, share it out, all those kind of things. You can schedule tweets to go out, letting people know you are live. And uh, I, I think, again, there's nothing better than asking your audience to share. Please do share uh your please do share this broadcast and please do ask people to share yours and share other people's all that stuff sharing is caring after the show there's there's really no limit to the number of things you can do after the show um obviously you can still share the links right and you can put social posts um in 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 uh, you can put so posts on social talking about on the show so-and-so talked about whatever and and put the link, right? Um, one of the things that, that I, I like to do before the show and also after the show is unless you have a celebrity guest, um, I think it's really important not just to say this person is my guest, uh, but to say why you're having that person on. What's in it for the audience, right? 
why should I come and watch your interview with this guest? Or why do I, should I care about this topic? What's in it for me? Um, and, and think about your audience in that way. Obviously, if you have a, a world famous celebrity on, then you don't need to do that. You just say their name and people will show up. But otherwise, it, it's really a good idea to uh, talk about why you're having that person on, what's in it for the audience uh, for interviewing that person and covering that subject matter. So one of the things, obviously a lot of things that, that work before a show can work after the show, sharing out on social, sharing the link. A um, couple things real quick that I do. I love to take screenshots from a show and make social posts out of them. Find a, a shot where people are laughing or in, seem engaged um, and, and write a post with that and then a link. Also, uh, cut up clips if you can. Uh, you know, download your video, put it into iMovie, ScreenFlow, whatever editing software you might have, um, and cut it. Cut up uh, a 30-second, a two-minute, a one-minute clip, a 10-second clip, whatever. Something funny, something exciting, something um, something insightful your guest said, maybe a, a good exchange, a debate or something. But pick a little piece of it, enough to tease the show and make people want to go watch the replay, and then also make them go want to watch the next show, right? So you can use those those clips both to promote the show that those clips are from, but also to just promote the show and upcoming shows in general. So um, I think using visual ways to promote a past show is something that a lot of people overlook, and I, I highly recommend doing that. Um, after the show as well, um, you know, and I, I don't always do this myself, but you should do it. And, and we try and do it between Rachel or me or both of us. Um, and that is to go in and respond to questions and comments in the chat. Um, that, that keeps people engaged. That keeps, uh, that way, if you can't address, I can't obviously address by myself every comment, every question that comes in. Um, we love that the chat is so active that I can't do that, right? That's that's the best thing ever when the chat is that active. But um, as a host, it's really a good a good a good thing to go back in and, and engage with the chat, and that'll also get people to uh, show up to show up and uh, take another look at the video and go back to the the post page, and it continues the conversation and it continues the life of that show post. So um, I think that's a great idea. And, um, you know, another thing you can do, you can make a blog post from it. You can post that on your website. You can post it on LinkedIn, on Medium. Uh, but it's great to take the video and embed it on your website. You can embed a Facebook Live video with or without the post right uh, into a blog post on your website. You can also upload it to uh, you can upload it to YouTube, for instance, create a YouTube channel and have your videos there. Perhaps you'd prefer to embed from YouTube. Some people like the way that looks better. Um, and, and so that's an option. But, uh, you know, you can share short video clips across social. You can share them in stories. Stories is a great place. I, I didn't mention that, but stories is a great place to promote upcoming shows and to uh, share some clips from shows afterwards uh, and, and again, raise that awareness and, and get people interested in showing up. So 
That is uh, kind of a rundown on promotion. Uh, we're going to take your questions in a little bit. Any questions you have on uh, your situation and and how you uh, maybe what you want to learn about in terms of promoting shows. Um, Anna says, if you have a cache of good videos saved to YouTube, you can also make a board of them on Pinterest. Absolutely. And you can create um, playlists on YouTube as well. And, uh, you know, that's another another thing is a good thumbnail cover. Right. Um, if, whether it's on whether it's for your uh, Facebook, your former Facebook live. Right. That's now recorded. You can upload. Uh, a thumbnail cover, and of course, thumbnail covers look great and are an important part of YouTube. Uh, Rachel asks Ross, "What platform, aside from Facebook, do you find most valuable for promoting a live stream?" That's interesting. Um, for a while, it was Twitter, uh, and I was really, which I'm not doing as much now because my community is more. It is what it is, right? And people know where I am and when I show up. But as I was building things. I would tag people who I uh, had on my show or I had promoted and things like that before I went live. And that's a little controversial because some people say you should only tag people if they're mentioned in the post or whatever. But I, I found that an effective way. Uh, but you got to give something first. You've got to promote other people first, uh, whether it's have them on their show and promote them. Uh, but right now, I think Instagram's a great opportunity. Uh, Instagram stories, which also come across to Facebook. Uh, promoting on Facebook on, on your personal timeline, on your pages is great. Uh, and I also think that LinkedIn is a bit of, uh, I don't know, best kept secret or whatever. And you can often, uh, you can post different content on LinkedIn or you can post the same content. And a lot of times if I cut up a couple of clips from uh, a past show, I'll put the funny one on Instagram, and I'll put the more business-minded one on YouTube. You just kind of, uh, you just kind of understand the culture of where you're posting. But as Rachel says, um, you can great, get great view counts on LinkedIn nowadays. Yeah, I often get more views for a video I post on LinkedIn than I do on probably on any other platform uh, at this time. So uh, think about repurposing on LinkedIn. You can post up to 10 minutes. I try and keep them short, not more than a minute usually, uh, because I think, uh, you know, people aren't on LinkedIn to watch long, long videos. Um, and I don't always do this, but it, it can be a good idea to caption your videos on LinkedIn. People are watching it work. Probably a good practice for other platforms, but when you do a short highlight video to have some text there, uh, because people are going to start watching it with the volume off. They may be watching it at work. We're going to get back to uh, general questions about promotion in a few minutes, but now let's turn our attention to one of the best ways to uh, engage your viewers and your audience. It's uh, using messenger bots, chat bots, and the queen of chat bots uh, is here. Miss RJ Redden, RJ, thank you so much for uh, for coming on, and uh, thank you for sharing your expertise with me and so many other people in the Be Live community over the last several months. It is a pleasure to be involved and a pleasure to be a part of a community that really wants to see each other do well. 
that is not that is not normal, Ross. Uh, that is not normal. But Be Livers, that whole community is just it's about lifting each other up. It's about helping each other out and helping each mm -hmm. other best live stream. So I thank you for having me on. That was rather long-winded, but thank you for having not me. Not at all. Not at all. It's a pleasure to have you on. And uh, it's always fun to talk with you. And I mean, what, what I find so, so that I really like about this community, in addition to the, to the tools, which make it so easy to do professional style broadcasts and get your guests on at the last minute. Thank you for coming on uh, on short notice. So we appreciate it. Uh, but it's the it's the fact that BeLive is such a supportive community, as you mentioned. And uh, it's just so so many great opportunities to learn uh, from each other and share information and support each other in, in videos. And it's kind of replaced what what existed at one time with that other four-letter word platform that we won't we won't mention from back in the day that this the network that shall not be named yeah exactly exactly so uh, starting off big picture tell us why somebody should set up a chat bot why it isn't just like oh this thing's going to annoy my my followers and my friends and my fans and my community and uh, they're just going to tune out and whatever but why is the chat bot actually a great way to engage with people. It's it's a great way to engage with people because people have to opt into this thing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I remind and I teach the people that I'm writing with and collaborating with to remind people, you can drop this anytime. Type the word stop and we're, you know, you'll be done. You you're not going to get these messages anymore. Here's the thing. Messenger bots are so far for me the only marketing method that I've ever, I've ever gotten onto, I've ever learned about that gives the people that are involved in it respect and space. You give, you you give the users respect and space by allowing them to choose what adventure they want. Hello, Michael Dunner. Good to see you. Uh, and it 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 allows people to choose their own adventure. I have a bot. Thank you, Rachel Moore. Uh, Rachel's doing such a great job in the comments, by the way. I mean, that is amazing and awesome. Um, I know. It's so great of her to stick with it, even though she's not able to come on live. Yeah, definitely less germs in the comments. I saw her, her write <laughs> earlier. That's so beautiful. The I have a I have a chatbot obviously, and I have one that reminds my people when I'm going online, uh, mm -hmm. when I'm going to go live stream. Lately, so I have it set. I have had it set to like 15 minutes before I go online. That gives mm -hmm. people time to grab, you know, grab a cup of coffee, uh, you know, do a couple of things, and then sit down and or you know put me up in the, another window and listen for a while. Uh, I've actually switched that up lately to being like a two minutes after I get online. I'm seeing if that's more effective. I'll, I'll let you know if that's more effective. Uh, I hear so many people say bots are way more effective than email marketing. The big statistic that everybody likes to talk about, Rachel, is the open rate that you get uh, with the bot messages. I got, I mean, across all of my bots and all of my clients' bots, it's about a 90% open rate on the messages, and then it's a 40% click-through. 
You cannot get that in email unless you're just emailing yourself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I get that open rate on my own emails. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Exactly. So, um, but I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll tell you there's, there's a big reason why is because with email, we're basically grabbing an electronic, a virtual megaphone and yelling into it and giving people a lecture on whatever it is that we've got new that's going on. It's not a conversation. Most of the time, you know, people aren't super interested. I mean, I'll be interested for a while in a new company or something like that. Some people I'm checking out or whatever, but eventually, you know, I'm kind of, it's not a conversation. It's not anything I'm engaged in and involved with. Um, so I think that that's one of the reasons, honestly, why, uh, chatbots are so much better. And also there's so much choice involved, you know, gosh, I was, I remember when I started my business this time, this was three years ago, I'm sitting on the couch. I'm like, okay, let's face it. I'm not super employable. Uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, baby. I got a million ideas a minute and no time to do it all. Uh, so I'm going to start my own thing. I started my own thing on my couch and I felt like I was screaming into a black hole. Mm. I, I would have given anything to have just a conversation with someone to have just a connection with somebody. That's when I ran into live streaming, live streaming, as we all know, it breaks down that fourth wall. Um, this is now not just Ross and RJ having a conversation. This is, uh, our people are out there in the audience. A uh, girl, none of us are employable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a joy, isn't it? Um, so we've got this, this large conversation going, but messenger bots break down that fourth wall even further because now I get to talk in a one-on-one private conversation with everybody out there who's too shy to comment on a live live stream. Um, I get to have a one-on-one conversation with busy people who can answer at their leisure. Um, They don't have to tune into the show. Uh, I'm way more into checking my messenger app than my email app. Oh, absolutely. It's because we have a little bit of trust with that symbol, don't we? When that symbol comes up on my phone, I'm thinking about talking to someone I care about. When I'm opening my email, I'm going, ugh, I wonder what's in there now. Is it safe to say, I mean, is this just me or is this for like everybody now that um, messenger bots are pretty much, not not messenger bots, but using messenger is like a primary form of communication now. More so than email, more so than anything else for people that you're, you're close with. I would say Messenger is one of the huge big ones. There's also Kick, WeChat, Slack. There's a lot of them. Um, Messenger is consistently one of the biggest. If you were to hit up iTunes right now, top 10 apps, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, Messenger's always in the second or third slot, always as an app. So messaging itself is turning into the go-to for people, but we can't, we can't talk the same way. We can't use marketing language. We can't hit people over the head with, there's some deals here. No one wants to hear that in messenger. Everyone, no one wants to hear that in messenger. 
And I think it's important, and I think you un, you understand this. It's it's important to have fun with your with the bot, and the you, the language you use should be fun. It should be a little bit creative. It should be a little bit almost like you know that it's sort of silly that you're sending the spot, but okay, we all know what it is and whatever. But you still give it a little personality. Mine, my chatbot is called Spinning Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and she is a cute little ninja in a blue zip-up suit. And, uh, I mean, you know, uh, how how can that... Uh, oh, Messenger integrates with your SMS. That is so cool, Rachel. Um, yeah, I, I name mine. I, I have my Bitmoji everywhere, which is that little picture of me with the spiked hair and the backpack. Uh, absolutely. I am, the, the tone of my business is, listen, I'm teaching people brand new technology. All I do is bots all day long. I'm teaching people brand new technology. Sometimes people who are afraid of technology, a little levity goes a long way. That wouldn't fit every business out there. You've got to kind of decide the tone of what you're doing. But people are used to seeing jokes, gifs, emojis, People are used to having fun in Messenger. So if it is a if it fits your business, I encourage you to have fun with it. I encourage you, and here is the weird thing, Ross. And I if if you had told me this a year ago when I got into bots, I would have said you're joking. The more of your personality you infuse into that bot, the better your bot does. <laughs> yeah. Rachel says I love RJ, can you turn your speakers down a bit? I'm yeah. I'm coming back in through with an echo. Um, thank mm -hmm. you. Rachel says, I love that you name your bot. I need to do that. Yeah, I called mine Rossbot. And and eventually Rossbot will get too big to respond to every message. So there'll be an assistant bot or something with a name, and that assistant will come along and uh, respond to the messages as Rossbot starts to delegate more and more. But right now I, I have very few subscribers, so Rossbot's taking care of it all. <laughs> it's like it's like my dream of having a team to do some of these things. There it is. Rossbot has the same dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. I'll be here all week. <laughs> a little levity goes a long way. RJ Red and Rachel put that great quote up. So give people who are now, let's say people want to get started with a bot or maybe they created one and they don't really know what to do with it. What are some basic tips for um, for getting started or, or just kind of for doing the right thing, right? Like I don't want to say best practices because I think best practices can be very average on something like this and you're well above average. So what would you say are, are three or four things that everybody should keep in mind? So a couple things that everybody should keep in mind. If you are a live streamer on BeLive TV or on any other, uh, you know, other networks too, I guess. But if you're a live streamer, if you're a podcaster, if you're a blogger, if you're a YouTuber, if you are, I don't know, sending smoke signals regularly and it has a URL attached to it, if you're producing any content at all, um, then getting a little reminder bot for people to remind them when you're going to be online, please do this. You're using in many chat, you're using the growth comment tool 
and you're using you're setting a broadcast to go 15 minutes before it is i mean it's it, there's a couple of steps to that process but write those things down if you haven't done that yet look into doing that because it is a huge help listen today i completely brain farted sending out a broadcast to my people before i went live and i noticed the difference I absolutely noticed the difference in the attendance on the live stream because I had not sent out my little message beforehand saying, Hey, I'm going on in a few minutes. Here's <laughs> you what you're talking about. Gong. You have your own gong. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't do it for whatever reason. Um, and so, and so getting, getting that going, getting a reminder bot going, please do this. Best practices the very best thing that you can remember when you're writing and you don't have to open many chat and write your first bot. If you are technologically averse mm -hmm. uh, or you have trouble composing when you're looking at bubble over here, bubble over here. What am I looking at now? Ditch the computer screen, please grab a friendly stack of post-it notes and a blank wall in your home. And start planning out your messenger bot there. And the reason why I say post-it notes is because they're small squares. Conversations happen little bit by little bit. Little bit from me, little bit from you. And so when you are building a text, when you're building a bot, you are you're building a conversation. A little bit from me, a little bit from you. If what you have to write overflows the post-it note, you need to chop it in half <laughs> and just plan it out on your wall. What does, you know, uh, it really helps to, to, to get someone in mind that you are having a conversation with. I use a real human being. Some people use avatars, totally up to you. But I get this person in mind and I start talking to them about who I am, what I do, and I start thinking about what, what would be the greatest thing that I have to share with this person that would give them some value? I'm not trying to convert people in my bots. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make a connection, open a relationship, not close a sale. Right. Just open a relationship and then see, keep in touch with that relationship, see where it goes. Sometimes it's people who want to do business with me. Excellent. I like money. Sometimes it's people who are wanting to create a little referral network. Okay, that work. Oh, the high priestess in the church of post-its. There has to be a hand signal for that. Uh, Annie, we're going to have to make that one up. Um, uh, that's so beautiful, you guys. I uh, can't even say technologically technological words. That's wonderful. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, use, use post-its, just a blank wall, because if you are, if you're fearing that technology, you don't need to, you can write it all out and then just plug it in and you'll be all right. Yeah. Um, for me, remembering that this is about connection, conversation, connection, conversation, a lot of people out there and you and I are in a lot of groups together, Ross. And I think that you're in, uh, you know, some of the groups about chatbots that have 30,000 plus people in them. And, uh, you know, it's no one's fault. It's really hard to manage a group that big. But people are piranhas in there, babies. 
<laughs> you just want to, you know, they want to sell you something real bad. Um, right. And uh, and a lot of people have that in mind about chatbots that it's it's another channel that you can trick people in to getting subscribed to your chatbot. That it's another way to because of the open rates, people say, mm -hmm. oh, you can make a really quick sale here. Ah, uh, you know, I'm not into that. Um, I, I've met so many people. I've had so many conversations and here's the thing. If you're a live streamer, <laughs> it's great to have a reminder bot. It's yeah. absolutely lovely. It totally puts people in the seats, but it's even better to go back and thank them after the show. Ask them what they liked. Ask them what they maybe want to see next time. After ask them if there's any guests that they want to do see. it actually as you, not as the bot when you go right. back in and ask. You don't send I'm, them a mass mailing out again, so to speak. You go in and you you yep. thank those people that you know opened and showed up, right? <laughs> yeah. And if they commented and I can remember something that they commented, I'll continue the conversation. It is I remember tw twenty years ago, this is dating me just a little bit. 20 years ago, I took a marketing class and they told me seeing into the brain of when people, you know, that point, that decision-making point is like a black box in people's brains. You have no idea what's making them make that final decision. You know what? If you've ever wanted to really have a great conversation, talk to people that are your connections and figure out what it is they want, what motivates right, them, right. what makes them happy. Here it is, my friends. Here's the open door to a conversation. Grab the handle and you'll be in. Wow. That's such great advice. I'm also stunned by the fact that you took a marketing course at two years old. But that's, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I told you I'm great with toddlers. Uh, um, As a toddler, I was really skilled anyway. <laughs> so I've been giving out your Facebook page, facebook.com slash blackbeltbots. How would you like people to connect with you uh, so that they can learn more and uh, become uh, proficient in using in using bots to uh, build an audience? If you've never encountered one before, or if you have, uh, and you want to check out what I'm doing, check out mybot.com uh, is my URL. If you hit that up, then you will get into my chat bot. Uh, Spinning Dragon will be there. Uh, she will uh, she will help you out. And you can connect with me right there and ask me a question. You can take a free seven-day mini course on exactly what bots are and how to build them and what software to use. Um, or you can subscribe to my live streams. Get that little reminder before the show starts. You can do anything you want. I welcome you. Come on in. I would love nothing better than to sit down and have an ask me anything with everybody on this live stream. You and wow. me, private. And uh, and I would love nothing more. So come on to checkoutmybot.com. Oh, it's checkoutmybot. Checkoutmybot. I know. Oh, it's sorry. I, I blew it. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> We'll hide that comment. It's checkoutmybot.com. I was going to say, you, you hopped on fast if you got mybot.com. Oh, uh, that would have been fast. Let me bring in a question from Brad. But before I do that, I want to mention that um, 
for me, I never remember exactly what I'm supposed to be doing when I go into uh, Manny Chat. And so Rachel had written out instructions when she first started doing the bot. And to this day, I still go down that checklist. Um, so I would say to anybody getting started, if you can have someone like Rachel that you work with, you can put together a list of the steps so that they make sense and they're easy. Uh, <laughs> that would be, that would be huge. But seriously, as you're learning, you may want to take notes because it isn't necessarily just click, click, and you're, you're ready for the next, the next message to go out. Right, RJ? It's true. I mean, there, the more powerful a piece of software is, the more moving parts it has. The more moving parts it has, the more you need to leave yourself signals and signs as to where you need to go next. For me, I use a Trello board. It has a huge checklist on it. <clears throat> it has a huge checklist right. for live stream shows. It has a huge checklist for, for bots. If you really want to take advantage of everything that ManyChat has to offer, do take notes. Do make checklists. I know it's a little boring, uh, but you'll get the very most out of that. And that's exactly what I want people to do. All right. Ready for a tough question? Yes. Okay. This is Brad asking, uh, Brad Friedman asking, where does human to human uh, hashtag H to H intersect with your bot? At some point, people want to talk to a human, right? Yeah. Beautiful question, Brad. And I'm so glad you asked because here's the deal. A lot of people who are teaching bots will tell you, you need to come up with like a, uh, you know, a mini course like I have, or, you know, some sort of sequence that onboards people into your universe, right? It's totally true, but it is impossible, my friends, to write a sequence that covers everyone and every question that they could ask at every level of technological knowledge. Okay, it's completely impossible. So what I have in my bot, uh, I have a, well, for my clients, I make it a talk to human button. It's on the bottom. It's ever present right there on the menu. In my bot, it's called the summon RJ button. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm being funny. But I put that opportunity right up front all the time. Also, when you come into the bot, for, for mine, you have the ability to ask a question right away because some people they don't they don't want to mess with getting messages over several days they want they want to do something right now they want to have some interaction the way that i do this is when spinning drag spinning dragon is the chat bot and then when i come into a conversation i will i will announce that you know i'll, I'll let them know it's this is rj the human not the bot <laughs> very important stuff and honestly here's the thing the end goal of every single one of my bots, this is my bots, this is my client bot, my client's bots, everybody. The right. end goal is a face-to-face -face conversation. Right. Whether it's on Zoom, whether it's virtually, whether it's sitting across in a coffee shop, I want to take the conversations that I'm having with people in the bot and take them outside the bot and have a real one-to-one -one 
The reason is, is because I'll figure out maybe this is a person I want to collaborate with on a crazy project. Maybe this is somebody that I can refer. I don't know any good copywriters. What, you know, well, but I've met some in my bot. Now, of course, Annie Ruggles is a great copywriter and she's totally watching this show right now. I picked that one out of the air. It's not a real example. Right. Okay. <laughs> Needed to disclaim that for a second. Um <clears throat> Creating a bigger network, creating relationships with people instead, you know, open a relationship, don't close a sale right. is all about that final conversation for me, Brad. So absolutely. And, and I know that it seems a little cognitive dissonance to say bots mm -hmm. are, are really adding a human touch to our, our, you know, conversation, but they absolutely can and, uh, and done right. They do. Well, I love what Coach Jenny says. She says, my bot allows me to talk with them human to human so much faster than my email marketing. So it's when you true. look at it that way, that's a great that's a great way to put it. And Rachel says you're her spirit animal, or she feels that way. <laughs> that that's an honor. And I am I, I am all over that, Rachel. You and I gotta hang out. That's just it. I'm inviting you to hang out right now. Well, RJ, it's been wonderful having you on. I appreciate everything that you've done to help people learn about bots. And really, you're like the bot evangelist in the BeLive TV community. Um, and you, you've been a great friend to me and so many people here in getting started with bots and just in general as a part of the community. Uh, Facebook.com slash Black Belt Bots is uh, RJ's Facebook page. Uh, but it's check out my bot. Did I get it right this time? You okay. did it so perfect right there. <laughs> Checkoutmybot.com. Oh, what a great, great URL. Checkoutmybot.com. Thank you so much, RJ. Really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity, Ross. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> so as we wrap it up here on Best of Be Live, uh, again, send uh, your good well wishes to Rachel in the chat. We hope Rachel feels better, and we look forward to Rachel being back and joining us again next week, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, every Tuesday night for Best of the Live. Oh, wow. i got to get this in. Coach Jenny says, RJ Redden's bot training made me $4,000 in 20 minutes once. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it might be worth it, guys, to, uh, to have that free Ask Me Anything with RJ and even make an appointment for uh, some consulting help uh, afterwards because uh, she is uh, the genius when it comes to bots. Again, uh, send Rachel your get well wishes, your feel better, get well soon wishes in the comments. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for sharing your opinions and your uh, questions regarding uh, how to promote your live streams and build an audience. Uh, certainly we will cover this topic again uh, when Rachel's here and, and, and take a lot more questions along the way. But thanks, everybody, for joining us. We will see you back next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Thursday, uh, Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Tuesday night for Best of Be Live. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs>